0: You should go. give a disclaimer at the start of this <laughs> episode, Ronnie.
1: Yeah. You should really give a disclaimer. Let's
0: do it right here. Let's okay. do it. Let's, uh, so, we're going to get a little wet and wild here, or a hey little uh, icy and wild in this episode.
1: Hey. hey, guys. It's Andy here.
0: It's Andy. And Ronnie I, and Evan's here, too.
1: I'm also here. I spoil a fuck ton of Game of Thrones in this. It, <laughs> yeah. started, it started out as like like a like, like right. a one off goof. And then it became a like, how many spoilers can I just keep bringing up? And right. like, I, don't listen to this episode if you care about Game of Thrones and aren't caught That's up. That's such a bad brand for us. I, I <laughs> look, I know, I know, not everyone's got HBO and like the sites you steal it from aren't aren't always caught up. Wait, hold on. By the time this drops, episode four will have been out. So I only spoil up to episode three of this. Right, season. right. Like a lot though.
0: It is such a weird flex saying, "Hey, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, don't don't listen to our podcast."
1: <laughs> this is not a Game of Thrones podcast. It's not.
0: <laughs> but Oh,
1: look, gosh. I mean it's shit that everyone already like posted about like I I Hey, most- hey, you know what? If you're not caught up on Game of Thrones, fuck you! Oh, don't do that either! I don't love that either! (laughs) Ronnie, I don't know what you want from me. This is
0: a very strange energy that we are starting off the episode with, but hope...
1: (laughs) Welcome to Ending
0: Pending! I'm your host, Andy! Enjoy the episode, I guess! Yeah! In this universe, we look at a lot of things like failure is not such a bad thing... You're not failing, you maybe you're not trying hard enough.
1: Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host Andy.
2: I'm your not host The Muffin Buffalo.
0: I'm a very horny macaw
1: and I'm Ronnie. If you can tell by those introductions, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows that have only lasted for a
2: single season. I've been doing my intros wrong. This is the second time that I've not said my name anyway. <laughs> we're currently covering are currently covering, And we're just
1: glazing right the, past it now. Canadian, we're, not, just,
0: we're not giving you the opportunity to make a voice now. Y'all are just known. fucking
1: up my intro. God damn. <laughs> we're currently covering Wonderfalls, but before we get
2: into that, I have a bit. Andy's got a bit. A patented What's Andy the bit? bit.
1: I didn't prepare one. So oh. I'm gonna wing it. <laughs> so I would I would I would argue that you do not have a bit. No, I have a bit. I'm just gonna wing it.
2: It's a proto bit. You it's
1: have
0: a pre-bit. segment of the podcast, you're just not utilizing it.
2: You have know you have, have airtime and you can make a video. You whatever learned you how
1: difficult doing the bits were each week when yeah. we were when we swapped lives. So I feel like you should have a little bit more respect for me.
2: I wasn't being critical.
1: You know what we talk about in Life Enrichment? Now that I'm a Life Enrichment professional, we talk about respect. Love this new
2: part of Andy's life. Respect and
1: dignity. Respect and dignity. Meet people where they
0: are, Evan.
1: Yes! Meet (laughs) me where I'm at. And where I'm at is I don't have a bit currently, (laughs) but I'm gonna have one in like... Thirty more seconds.
0: Do 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 we want to like riff some bits? I thought of one earlier that might oh. be. It might it might take too long, and it might be better suited for something else. So no, let's hear it. Uh, so sure, Have you have y'all seen the end game? Have y'all seen the end no. of games? Okay. No.
2: Nope. But please do spoil it for us. I yeah, we won't. Don't really
0: care. I won't. No, no, please do. Well, I, it's yeah. it's not so much y'all, it's like the listeners and all. We can put all a spoiler right. warning. It's it has nothing to do with the end game. It has more to do with the idea of this multi-universe event of of epic proportions, so many of these good good superheroes coming together to fight the bad guys. Um,
2: or the bad idea guys, or in the, ba- case. the, exactly the bad, you know,
0: the, whoever, whoever's there and, and antagonizing, um, I was wondering who, uh, who out of all the, uh, the, the former characters from ending pending shows, would you put in your Avengers for a multi-universe cinematic event? Let's all pick three and that will be like the, you know. The nine of them will be like the massive Avengers. Of so it's one
2: specifically TV Netflix shows. that's coming after us. Um, Probably I don't I, know. That some was sort of evil Disney. Maybe they're they're. Oh
0: they yeah, Disney. Is, Disney is got a thief with it, us for Some sure. kind of
2: mecha embodiments of a mega corporation. Right. It is just Baymax. It is
0: just Baymax chasing us down the street. Oh, but evil Baymax. But evil Baymax for sure. For sure. Okay. Dark Baymax.
1: Mega. Hmm. Baymax. Yeah.
2: I would want Harry Dresden. That's, a, he that's, do a, that's a solid solid sure. pick. Yeah. Uh and he can't do magic
1: very well, but he can well, do Well,
2: no, but we're fighting evil Baymax. I sure. think he could come up with some kind of like slightly too inflated spell or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then Connor from Roar cuz he's got a sword and okay. this is an inflatable boy. Sure. Um, I would probably actually, for my third, pick uh, Jay's sister, Sharon, because she's an attorney. Mm. And if I cause any collateral damage, or if it turns out Baymax was, uh, like, insured or something, (laughs) she could help me get out of this situation.
1: Also, I feel like every team needs a strong lesbian.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure.
1: All right. My pick is going to be... Sebastian Stan from Kings, very and good. And, <laughs> and then are
2: you just are you just putting him on your team so that you can like look at him and and then convince- Lee Pace from Wonderfalls, <laughs> 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 and then Matt Ryan from Constantine. <laughs> okay, well, and Matt Ryan's got and, some powers, so okay, and yeah, he's probably a better choice for a, a wizard than Harry Dresden, but I I just think uh, uh, Harry Sebastian Dre- Stan like shoots a guy. That's true. Uh, okay, is your choice specifically Sebastian Stan with a gun? <laughs> well, he has, mean, a, he has a gun in the show, in
1: Kings. He shoots a guy. <laughs> anyway, I'm not done with my scheme. Winter Soldier in the Marvel
0: Cinematic Universe is just Sebastian Stan with a gun. So that's,
2: that is, <laughs> And that a is, metal arm. <laughs> well, I mean, and, but he also too. He also is very sad and confused and gay, though. Right, so sure. Very much is equal.
1: When Nega Baymax is coming after the ending pending family... Like the Long night and the White Walkers at the Battle of Winterfell. We might not win the battle, but we're going to have one great last night. <laughs> we're we going to fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's my scheme. That's my plan to win.
0: Very good. Very good. Uh, I think for me, I would bring in uh, Dorian. It's all so
1: hot. I'm sorry. I'm real distracted now.
0: Well, how about this? Dorian from Almost Human...
1: Ooh, yeah, there's a lot. Oh, eye candy very for good ya. pick. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I forgot about
1: that hot yeah. cop robot.
2: Oh yeah, I could have got fucking uh. You can have your Urban boy with a gun, right? Like he, right. He, he, the gun is the accessory that comes in his playset. Like we know he's got the gun. It's mm-hmm. not a question. And, and it's like it's a science Stan. gun. It's like yeah. a robot killing gun.
1: Yeah, yeah. You would wreck Baymax. Anyway, mm-hmm. Dorian would also destroy Baymax. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like all he does is kill other robots.
0: Um I would also pick one of the dinosaurs from uh Terranova.
1: Great choice.
2: In a
0: very, you know, uh runaway you
2: know. Yeah, yeah, another strong lesbian mm-hmm. uh, character, good choice. Although uh you have to you have to run with the assumption that you do not have a psychic connection with this dinosaur and nah. it may do some may do something unpredictable. No, this is this is a totally
0: off off the chain, very wild card dinosaur that I'm just throwing in the group because you gotta you gotta add a dinosaur in there. That, I, that's I respect that power cannon. move, Ronnie. Yeah, oh for yeah. sure. And uh, the third uh, person I would bring along
2: is Charmonique from Selfie because I just oh, feel like she gets another, shit
0: done. You know,
2: a good another good choice. They yeah. all made very good choices. I, I
0: figure she would often bring along her her son. Her, 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 her nice little boy who loves the nuggets and gives a real, real, real intense wail when he doesn't get the nuggets. Um, and that would that would be some kind of a superpower. Of, of I a very think that like,
1: we each picked like two kind of capable people and then one kind of useless person, but just someone we very much enjoy.
0: Yeah, need some normies on this team, you
1: know? Just some Hawkeyes. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that is a solid team. I think that is that is a uh, get fan art made of it kind of thing.
2: We can... <laughs> get a, uh, an, a full art cover.
0: Right. Oh, a movie yeah. poster with all of these yeah. characters. Okay, okay. In, this,
2: in the old school okay. Star Wars style where they're painting. I'm sorry, we're getting sure, distracted sure. now. No, but it's something I, think, I want. I think we so. should each pick one person
1: from Lunar Light to join our teams. <gasps> mm.
2: Ooh. I know which one I want. Okay. I want Alex again. She knows everything about beasties. That is all that is good. I mean, we are fighting a robot. They're robot cryptids. Oh yeah, that's fair. They're mechanical cryptids. Alright,
1: who you got? Ronnie.
2: I think I am gonna get Penny Parker
0: from uh oh, from advertising. Choice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel immediately uncomfortable because everyone I had on my team was just people I wanted to have sex with. <laughs> yeah, so now if you add somebody, now, now they're just going to assume they're someone, in the same it's category. Just, it's just uncomfortable. I'm going cl- to um, clarify
0: everyone on your team that you said before was that. And, and now okay, moving yeah, forward, okay. it is, okay. I'm
1: going to pick a, a, a platonic, sure, uh, a very platonic sure. team manager. I think I'm going to grab Haley because I respect her kind of wild card energy about her and I feel like she might bring like a Molotov cocktail or something like that like like an unpredictable weapon or 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 plan you know who knows what Haley's gonna do yeah I also feel like she might betray me and join Baymax and I, and I also respect that yeah
0: that'd be a good twist <sighs> yeah yeah for sure who, who, who can tell yeah For me, much like my uh, Charmonique's little boy uh, with his powerful wail, I'm primarily interested in Penny Parker for that powerful laugh. Uh, Yeah, it's a good laugh. I want that around me. That's a good morale boost. Yeah. (laughs) That is an extensive group, but...
2: Just like the Avengers, we have entirely too many characters, mm-hmm. uh, many of whom have incompatible personalities and we gotta somehow make this work. Yep. I
1: also feel like with Haley, she could do all the work of fighting Bay Baymax and then I can just hang out with my harem.
2: <laughs> your,
0: <laughs> your harem of Lipe, Sebastian, Stan, and, and uh, Matt, Ryan. And Matt yeah. Ryan.
1: Haley's got this, boys. Just come back <laughs> <home> here. <laughs> I'm a little
2: bit jealous of your Pile. You can come in. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Hey, Haley, you got that, right? You're going to fight Nega Baymax on your own? Run my me, team.
1: Me, Run my team, Haley. Me and my boys are going to be busy. You got this. All right, let's talk an, about this show. I'm going to take the 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 credit at the press conference
2: for assembling this team. Yeah, we you know, know Haley's you are. You
0: are, you are nothing if not the Tony Stark of this
2: situation. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about this show that we watched. So, for this episode, we have watched episodes. Oh, we shouldn't do numbers because, again, it's all fucked up. So we did Muffin Buffalo. We did Barrel Bear. We did Lovesick Ass, and that is, they can put that in the title because it's about a donkey. And then Safety Canary. So, I don't uh, remember
1: what any of these were about.
2: Luckily, I do. (laughs) Uh... In Muffin (laughs) Buffalo, uh... Jay lives in a trailer park, as we have previously established. She's got one of those little capsule uh, trailers. And she is very mean-spiritedly spying on an overweight man who lives in her trailer park. Um, And as she's doing so, uh, her brother, Aaron, played by Lee Pace, is helping her. Uh, Like, he just dropped by, I guess, and she's like, hold my drink while I take pictures of this fat man which is, it just, just feels very nasty. But um, anyway, her neighbor comes by and uh, she's missing her disability checks. And they've been delivered to Jay by accident, but the animated character on this woman's shirt tells her not to give the checks back. And Jay feels real uncomfortable about this, but kind of the theme of this episode is that she's decided to just roll with the things that the, the items of kitsch tell her. So she's like, all right, I'm not going to give the checks back. I feel really bad about it, but I'm not going to give the checks back. Um, so through happenstance, she meets the man she's been spying on and he's lost a ton of weight, but is still very self-conscious. And she decides she's going to help him help reintroduce him to the world. And it does not go well. He's kind of a mean person And he's resentful to other people for being mean to him while he was fat, which is kind of understandable, but he's got a lot of like body image issues and, uh, he kind of takes it out on other people and it just turns into a very bad time for Jay. So, uh, this, this dude, uh, spirals into like a depressive episode and, uh, goes to the disability check woman who makes muffins and just, like, basically attempts to start eating himself into a muffin coma. Many things happen, and the guy gets sick from all the muffins, and then he loses weight because he's in the hospital. And then she's like, oh, hey, do you want to help me promote my muffins by saying they helped you lose weight? And he's like, sure. Sure. And Jay's like, I have all your social security checks, and she's like, perfect, I've never been able to save money in my life, and this contrivance of circumstances has led me to a situation where now I have the capital to begin this muffin business, and I have a spokesman, and I have all these disability checks saved up. So, this is another one of those episodes that meandered in many directions. Uh, In Barrel Bear, this woman comes to town, and... And it turns out that this woman, supposedly, was the first person to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel. And, you know, Jay thinks that's kind of cool. Um, and her friend, Mahandra is, like, freaking out because she's a big fan and stuff. And through a contrivance of other circumstances, they realize that this woman is actually an imposter. And the actual first woman to go over the falls in a barrel, like lives in town, but has been living in obscurity because her manager screwed her and picked somebody more glamorous to be in all the press photos or something like that. And so this woman has been living this lie the whole time that she went over the falls in a barrel. And uh, the resolution of this episode is that the imposter dies of a heart attack and the real barrel woman like (laughs) steals her identity and becomes her and gets to live in the limelight for the rest of her life by pretending to be this woman who died which is real weird uh lovesick ass the name comes from a little stuffed donkey uh in this episode they like stumble upon a russian woman who's come to the u.s to marry some guy she met online and she thinks For a time that he has decided not to marry her after all. Because she can't get in contact with him. But it turns out it's this kid who contacted her and wants to marry her. Because he has some deep unresolved issues about his mother's death. And wants to, like, be a better husband than he feels like his dad was to his mom or something. Even though he was a good guy and she died of cancer. And, um... The, uh, Russian woman and Eric, who Jay has been flirting with, the bartender, like, kind of have some moments and are kind of flirting, and Jay kind of struggles with her feelings, and, uh, at the end they decide to, like, be an item. So, Jay and the bartender are dating now. Uh, Safety Canary is about a bird woman who works at the zoo and is obsessed with birds and is trying to get these rare birds to mate. And, uh, the lady loses her job, she's obsessed with the birds, and she, like, wants to rescue the birds so that she can coerce them into mating because they're rare and endangered. So she basically guilts Jay into helping her steal the birds and putting the birds in Jay's parents' house and filling the house with leaves and shit. And uh, the the birds mating or not mating or whatever they were doing before is a, a metaphor at various points for everyone else's relationship throughout the episode, because uh, Sharon, Jay's sister, is having relationship troubles with her girlfriend, and Jay is convinced that if she gets close to Eric, the bartender, she's going to... Like ruin his life or something, and they're discussing all of this by uh, the weirdly parallel story of the birds getting together and mating, and in the end the birds get together in Sharon's car and mate, and then they have to leave them in Sharon's car until the eggs hatch, and Sharon's very mad about it.
0: Horny, horny macaws.
2: Yeah. Those birds fuck. Yeah, the birds fuck. And they talk about it a lot. Yup. I'm not going to lie to you. The characters discuss the bird's cloacas like a whole lot. You got to remove
0: that heavy down from the cloaca so that you can
2: mount (laughs) the bird. It's very also, it's very uncomfortable. I did not like it one bit.
1: Lee Pace is in his
2: boxers for most of the time he's in this episode. Yeah, Lee Pace just turned it up and decided to be sexy this episode, I guess. He was just feeling his he had his sexy right this episode.
1: It, it, instead of a very open shirt, it was uh just very short pants.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: we watched four full episodes. Four last episodes full-ass, lovesick-ass episodes of Wonder Falls. And you know I gotta ask, oh, uh, Andy. Yeah. These four episodes of Wonder Falls, did they work for you?
1: A lot less so. Okay. <laughs> that's <is> that <laughs> an answer. A, that's a lot less so. A lot. There were a couple of good ones, but there was also some transphobia, and that's not cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. These four episodes of Wonderfalls, did they work for you?
2: Um, I'm a little torn. I still, I still like the characters a lot, but I feel like the writing is still super all over the place. And it's a little bit annoying. So, I don't know. It's real hard for me to make a judgment call. I'm extremely 50-50. Since I'm always so negative about everything, I'll give this one a yes. But it's just, it's like a 51-49 situation. It's only just barely a yes. It's just a, it's a hair over the line. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Uh, are these four episodes of Wonderfalls working for you?
0: They did work for me. I... And hearing everything each of y'all are saying from the transphobia to even the fat phobia that was mm-hmm.
1: uh, that was in there. Yeah, also uncomfortable. Very yeah. he- also looking at you endgame.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, that too. Uh and that and and very heavy handed there. And also the writing being scattered. For some reason, and I'm not for some reason, I know exactly why. These actors are just like kind of nailing it, the principal cast.
2: They're very good. The cast yeah, is great. That's really what's saving it for me because I find them all to be, like, good and fun yeah, and, and, and interesting. Likeable. and And mm-hmm. I,
0: I am just super invested in in all of them. and The little idiosyncrasies of their lives and, and dynamics of their relationships, I am I'm fully on board, even when it seems like the show wants me to kind of not be... I am, like, invested to the end. And so, yeah, it's also, working for me.
1: I also can't nail down another female lead character like Jay is. Like, she's kind yeah. of a burnout. She's kind of, like, not really going anywhere. She doesn't want to be in a relationship because she always hurts people. And I feel like that's typically such a guy role. And so it's really refreshing to have... Jay as this main character, mm-hmm. I like her a lot. I think she's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's very she definitely
2: might be crazy, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh, coming to suspect more and more that the the kitsch items talking to her are in fact like some kind of hallucination that she's having because, like, it always turns out okay, but. It always seems to like cause the problem to begin with, and then she fixes it. You know, yeah. So, who knows? <laughs> easily, easily,
1: easily. Best part of these episodes was Lee Pace asking if his sister was
2: a cult leader.
1: That was <laughs> yeah. so funny.
2: That yeah. was that was fun. That was good. She's clearly much too antisocial to be a cult leader, but
0: yeah. But he, the reasoning behind that is she's Mahandra says that. Eric worships her, and he like takes it, like it seems like he does very literally. And it's just, why, why? Why would anyone worship her? she a cult leader. Like <laughs> he doesn't understand how someone could have any interest in Jay, let alone you know a romantic one. It's very good. It's very good. And I do want to talk about more of these things that worked about this show, but real quick, let's take a break and talk about Lunar Light Studio. Moms are moon moms on Lunar Light Studio. Lunar Light Studio is a podcast network that uh its mission is to lift up uh creators in the podcast space that are queer, marginalized, and just have something that they want to scream into the ether. But we have that that's called podcasting nowadays, we have we have a word yeah. for that in the year 2019. <laughs> Um,
2: anyone can just shout into the void with right? no
0: hope that anyone will hear <laughs> exactly uh, we have lots of other great shows besides ending pending on the network shows like
2: mock footage it's coming soon and I'm I, I guessed on it it's good shit I can't wait I can't wait to hear your voice on a different podcast I love your voice even though I hear it every day in real life it's <laughs> so funny yeah I got a good voice so yeah they've sold me on Mock footage just because Andy's on it.
1: That's what you got to do if you want the uh, the listens. You got to have him guest.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mock footage should be out very soon. That will be an, a very, very fun movie podcast.
2: Cryptid Keeper. I love Cryptid Keeper. I'm obsessed with them. I bring them up a lot because I listen to their podcast literally every week as soon as it comes out. Because uh, I love those good, good girls and their hot takes on the cryptids that they love.
0: You can find these podcasts and more on LunarLightStudio.com, link in the description. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash LunarLightHQ. There is tons of bonus content there, lots of opportunities for monthly live streams, as well as uh, you get to be a part of our Discord server. You can can chat with us. You can uh, get in and say, hey. Hey to, hey, to your favorite podcasters.
2: You can get to know us as real people. Right. Real, uninteresting, unsatisfying, normal people. They say. Also, d- no one talks to us on Discord, so get in there. Yeah, get in we'll there. Give, give yeah, a- everyone's just there to talk to the celebrities, like the Good Boys Girls and right. Cryptid Keeper people.
0: That, I mean, there are people that hop into our Discord, and I, they are wonderful, wonderful people. And you can be just like them and join them.
2: There's like uh, 3 of them and they're great. They, yeah, s- they say value d- them very much.
0: They say don't meet your heroes and there is no possible way that we are your heroes. So come meet us. Um yeah. <laughs> everyone else on Lunar Light should be your hero, but we c- there's no we should not be your hero. Uh they're so just regular blokes. Come chat with us. Uh once again that is patreon.com/lunarlighthq. Uh lots of cool stuff coming from ending pending, lots of cool stuff coming from all the podcasts there. Check it out.
2: Welcome to the ad firm of Parker, Lennox, and Rose. Our job is to take your brand and bring it to the forefront of the cultural zeitgeist. None of us have studied advertising. In fact, we don't know anything about business at all. The one thing we do know is how to make your product a viral failure. Coke is just better than Dr. Pepper because... Coke did not. Dr. Pepper already did their own advertising by having an actual advertisement where the slogan was, it's not for women. (laughs) (laughs) This is Advertising. advertising. Brought to you by Lunar Light Studio every other Monday. Available on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: So let's talk about all the things, Lee Pace's pantsless self uh, included, that worked for us about these four episodes of Wonder Falls.
1: I loved uh, Beric Dondarrion in this episode. Uh, It was nice to finally get more of the fire sword action. I don't know where Ghost was this whole time. Sure, sure. And Uh, I uh, felt like the entire battle was really dark. Although that dragon fight, that was dope. Great, great. I want to, I, I want
0: to, I, I think... What
1: is the fuck is Bran doing, too? He's like, don't worry, Theon, I'm going to go now. And he goes into a bunch of birds and that doesn't do anything. What the fuck, Bran? I, that wasn't helpful.
0: I've God. so... We so rarely do spoiler warnings on our podcast, but even more rare do we have to do... Spoiler warnings about some <laughs> show that is not the show we there, no, there were
2: no spoilers in there. That was actually extremely vague, and nothing in there indicated the outcome of any of those situations. Okay. okay. I mean,
1: Theron got stabbed in the gut and died. There it is. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> there it was. There it was. Arya killed the Night King. It was rad. Yep, there. Spoiler, okay. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Arya killed the Night King. <laughs>
0: spoiler! Spoiler! spoilers. Ronnie, uh, you can't
2: edit any of that out. I mean,
0: I mean, deep. I I would only edit it for myself. <laughs>
1: <But> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> did you not watch Game of Thrones?
0: I I've, I didn't watch Game of Thrones for a couple of seasons though, and I and oh I, I don't oh, feel wow. bad. I did catch I did catch that Arya killed the Night King. and I did catch the Theon stuff. So okay. I'm I'm up well, to date. Well, it's
2: not it's not about the what. It's about the how.
0: Right, so. right. Yeah, I'll jump back in eventually. Um, let's talk about what worked for us about these four episodes of the 2004 Canadian comedy Wonderfalls.
1: The lighting composition was much brighter mm-hmm. than on this past week's Game of Thrones. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I so mean that is a big plus, which
0: is saying something, since I I believe we are all watching it on a very poor compression very YouTube video. Yes, yes. yeah. Bad. So it's uh, the fact that it <laughs> the the quality was improved. Is uh is saying something about the uh the compositors over on Game of Thrones.
1: Honestly, mm-hmm. Benioff and white's gotta get their heads out of their asses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're they're really They failing. better not be
1: doing that shit when they're touching Star Wars. I wanna be able to see my Star Wars.
2: Um okay. Evan, Evan, please. Let's... Evan, please jump in.
1: <laughs> Wonderful <laughs> Before Roddy um, has a heart attack. So
2: I I learned something from Andy today. It oh. fucking blew my mind. I got and I'm up. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in as a like because there's no way I could not like this. Apparently, this and pushing daisies are in a shared universe. What? Apparently, Wonderfalls and pushing daisies inhabit the same reality, in spite of the fact that Lee Pace plays two completely unrelated characters in both of them. So, the Muffin Lady from Muffin Buffalo is also a character in uh, Pushing Daisies. And apparently, Aaron from Wonderfalls has a secret twin brother he doesn't know about who grew up to to become a a pie-making necromancer.
1: So, uh, I was doing some research on IMDb to find out who played the trans lady. And surprise, surprise, it was a cis dude. And it was uh, shitty. I I just wanted to reconfirm that. But um, as I was scrolling through the trivia for that episode, the character Mary Ann Marie Beadle, who is Jay's neighbor, is in Pushing Daisies as the same character... In pushing daisies, she has a business called Muffin Buffalo, and she has a cook-off against Ned, the pie maker's brother. And the same character also appears in the pilot of Mockingbird Lane, which I have not heard of, but it is also in the shared universe.
2: <laughs> That's wild. Apparently, this is just a shared universe inhabited by various strange shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, various iterations of the same guy. Is
1: Lee Pace also in Rocking Bird Lane?
2: Well, I have no idea, but we clearly have two significant significant characters that are completely unrelated and disparate characters. Yeah, Aaron and Ned. So I'm going to call that a positive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm into that. I'm into that in a big way.
1: (laughs) Um, I just listened to the Cryptid Keeper episode on Doppelgangers. Ooh. And I'm worried if. Lee Pace has got to like fight himself now or something.
0: Well, who's oh. the doppelganger though? Is pushing Daisy's Lee Pace the doppelganger, or is uh, Wonder Falls Lee Pace the doppelganger?
1: I'm gonna assume that the more normal one is the prime, and that the doppelganger is the one with necromantic
2: really powers. I was gonna I, say the opposite. I also would have gone
0: the, the other way. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. the the doppelganger is trying to be as milk toast as possible to mimic normal humans. If you uh, met your doppelganger, would you try to kill them,
1: talk to them, or fuck them?
2: Fuck. Um <laughs> Whoa <laughs> Right
0: out the gate.
2: That's yeah. It. I mean,
0: um, I've thought about it more than probably I should be, but yeah, yeah, certainly the third the third one, definitely, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um... You asked the question. Don't don't yeah. look at me like I'm weird Evan, now. I'm looking at you, Evan. I don't know. I might try to kill it. Uh, I, I don't like other people, and... It's like, a him. Okay, I might try to kill him. Um, because <laughs> I already dislike other people. And I... This is probably saying something bad about me, but people who are too similar in personality to me... Like people who are like carbon copies of me, um, I don't necessarily like hanging around that much. No one's
1: a carbon copy of you. Aww. No, but like,
2: oh, you know what I mean. People <laughs> yeah. who are just too similar, uh, I feel like aren't uh, aren't as interesting as people who are uh, kind of similar but have interesting differences. So, yeah, I I I. Would probably just be annoyed and bored with my doppelganger and try to get rid of it.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I would try and get both of the paces to fuck me. That's that. I don't think that's an answer oh to that goodness. question. Oh my goodness. Um. Okay. Here's the deal. I don't think I could fuck my doppelganger. We would both be like, "Look, you got to do the hard work." <laughs>
2: Andy, Andy's, Andy's very much
1: a bottom. Um, so I think I would talk to them and come up with some sort of elaborate scheme. You'd do some
2: kind of pranking or would, or make would, money. Somehow. We would,
1: yeah, we would, we would come up with a scheme of some sort together. I'm sure one of me is already coming up with tons of of schemes and plots and. Conundrums and, and two of me would just, oh, man, the amount of energy we would have.
0: Yeah, I, I just, I I am nothing if not a huge, huge narcissist. And also no one loves my <laughs> jokes more than me. So oh, like, yeah, I can see that. So, like, I, I just, we would be very happy together, and I would ask that all of you would respect this wonderful union that we've created.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have not talked about this show at all.
1: We I, um, I, I kind of like what we're doing now,
2: two <laughs> We got double Lee Pace. Um, I like the the Lee Pace and Mahondra thing. I think he, he was very smooth. Yeah, like oh, in the he bird, was. In the bird fucking episode, uh, he was, like, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, was just, like, very slick.
1: He was spitting... Game hard, yeah, and yeah, and
2: that like they had, I feel like, much more chemistry than um Jay and Eric. Uh, once they got together, I didn't l- dislike them separately, but once they got together, all of their like romance dialogue was so weird, yeah, their flirting's bizarre, it's so weird. Yeah. I don't like that, and at I agree,
1: all. they were better separate yeah. now that they're an item. They're like, the stars are in your
2: eyes, and I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When did both of you become weird? Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when, when during that scene, the zookeeper bird lady was just kind of, like, talking about the uh, the powerful sexual chemistry going on in the room that was not allowing the birds to fuck. And I was just looking at Lee Pace, and Lee Pace was looking at all of us like, <laughs> you, you know what's going on here. You know what she's talking about.
2: Yeah, forget Eric. Like, he's not even, he's not even a factor in this. No.
0: I uh, I appreciated in uh, episode six at some point. Um, uh, it, it's a very Lee-centric episode, which I which I enjoyed. And at some point, he describes himself as a theologian who doesn't believe in God, which I just felt like was a real major ending pending feel. It was just like yeah. a real heavy like oh I I understand that's that's a mood. The little boy's name and in, in the. Uh, in the Russian Bride episode, was uh his dad's name was Dick Johnson? That was fun.
1: <laughs> I thought for sure it was uh, Beans Aaron Garen from Even Stevens, but it was not Beans Aaron Garen.
0: No, it's that's, that's uh what's his name? Uh, Spencer Breslin. Spencer Breslin and and Beans are, are interchangeable, I think. Beans so Aaron Garen. This
2: this. Uh... This kid is in other Disney Channel original stuff, right?
0: He, he is pretty much exclusively a Disney Channel original movie actor. Uh the, was also he, in The Happening, so I don't know why his uh, his career didn't really take off after that. Wasn't
2: he in <laughs>
1: Just the Santa Claus 2, not the Santa Claus 1?
0: Just the Santa Claus 3 actually. Oh wait, no, oh, wow. Santa Claus 2 and 3. He made a there return okay. made a return in the epic trilogy um as Curtis the elf. <laughs>
2: Um, uh, yeah, I knew I knew that kid's face. Oh, yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. You've seen him around. Uh Uh-huh. He's been around. I hope he made money and, uh, you know, had an easy adult life and a lot of child actors don't escape that shit. But, um, he was creepy, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was
0: weird. Um, creepy and well done. Like, I like not in like a I don't feel like I was like a laugh a page kind of with him, but it was like. Hmm, you're a child actor among all these like very well connected, like the relationships are already set in place and very dynamic and you're just like throwing punches with them. And and I and I appreciated it.
2: Uh so I thought I agree with you that it was it was that storyline was uh like interesting and poignant. It was a little bit weird tonally sure. because I feel like suddenly they were trying to tackle like not just This specific kid's trauma, but some, like, very toxic masculinity shit. Um, Yeah,
1: it was, like, very real toxic masculinity nonsense that you'd expect from, like, a 17-year-old, or a 25-year-old, or a 40-year-old, but it was from this, like, 12-year-old child, and it was just like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be batting an eyelash at this if it was coming from a 26 year old character.
2: Yeah, so the 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 thing the conceit is that this child has essentially gotten a mail order bride from Russia because he's got this like trauma about his mom dying like his his dad is fine and his mom apparently died of cancer. And he like resents his dad for not doing a better job of protecting his mom. And so he's like, I'm going to get a wife and I'm going to protect her from carcinogens and and danger and telephone poles and everything that might hurt her. And I'm going to be a better husband than you were, dad. And it's just very like suddenly very heavy. Um, in this otherwise very silly show, where they have like fish in jello and stuff, uh, and a woman with a bad fake Russian accent. Uh, so yeah, I'm not quite sure how I feel about it. I it is a thing where I, like I like in in
0: this like I mean this show is is you know f- what 15 years old at this point, but mm-hmm. it is very like prescient of the idea that like yes, we expect these kind of things to be coming out of the mouth of a 41-year-old dude bro at a bar kind of thing. But the more and more we, you know, peek behind the curtain of what's going on, it is a lot of young people like this espousing these kind of like ideas and 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 they're hearing it from those older people and emulating them. But it is a lot of young people who are, you know, masquerading as maybe somebody who is is older and someone who is more mature and, 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 you know, has more of a basis for these kind of thoughts. But I don't know. I found it. I found the parallel between, you know, the current culture and this child interesting enough, but also the fact that, like, regardless of how ridiculous this child was acting and, and, and acting out, it was something that this this group of people had to deal with. And I feel like I feel that in a very existential way of like all of these people, these trolls or whatever, these people who who think that they have it right. It's just like we should be able to just ignore them. But we all kind of have to buckle down and say, no, like we need to deal with you and we need to like handle this. And there's no reason we should have to. But here we are. So I I felt and I am here. I am. 15 years later, putting way more thought into it than the, uh, the writers of wonder falls, but that's kind of how I came away from it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's how shit like this gets embedded in culture is people right. don't think about it and they just accept it as normal and they maybe think it's, I don't want to say funny, but like, no, I mean, it was definitely light, played for
0: laughs. A lot of it.
2: Yeah. It, I was going to say light enough to be, uh, just sprinkled into a comedy show. Right. Well, but, I, I think, I
1: think the deal with it was that like, because it was a kid, it was supposed to be funny, but or if even like cute. a grown, yeah. But like if a grown man had like fake gotten beat up by your boyfriend and tried to trick you and then like kidnapped your boyfriend and tried to beat him with a baseball bat and like ordered a mail order bride from Russia and shit, like,
2: that's like a you, horror movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, he would be in jail. Like he, th- This kid was doing, like, horror movie-level stalker shit. That also happens, like, may- maybe not, like, so cinematically, but it happens in real life. Like, dudes are fucking wild, and
2: they do awful shit. Yeah, so yeah. I think what we're saying is we don't quite know how to feel about this <laughs> right. like, yeah. kid situation. Yeah, like was it right to tackle this? Maybe was it kind of prescient a little bit? Was it really appropriate for the tone? I don't know. Right? Were uh, they Were they taking it as seriously as we're taking it? Probably not. Disney Channel kid did a good job with it. No, yeah, I'll yeah, say he that. Did.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, Disney Channel yeah. kid got a script and ran with it, and 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 did did fantastic. But it is even definitely though he wasn't like, beans. He wasn't Beans. At no point he was, was he Beans. beans and, and, Garen, I, and I, I no. would I would gather that he was not trying to be Beans since he's not Beans.
1: Um, No, I don't think he was Beans Aaron Garen.
0: No. Um, that being... So, like, yeah, we, we talked last week uh, about how this show was, like, weirdly woke. And, and then went backwards hard. Uh, and But, like, st- it still kind of, I think, has the mentality that it is being, like, way ahead of its time and, and, yeah, and does, I def- definitely approaches certainly... it approaches all of these issues from the standpoint of like well we get it and it's like some of it's just because it's 2004 but some of it's just because like nah you just don't get it
2: uh i don't think anybody writing this show had any malice in their hearts um i think they were afflicted by some ignorance probably uh which can segue into the the trans slur thing. And the, yeah, uh, and the ableism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And the fat phobia. Yeah. Yeah. So- they- Although, t- like, it's a- So, we have pointed out before how the writing, like, really, like, ties itself in knots in some of these shows. So I'm not really sure if the narrative was punishing Jay for having been cruel to this guy uh, when he was overweight, Um, but the fact that it's unclear is a problem. Like, you can have, uh, you know, characters be assholes, but there's a way to present that in the narrative where it's clear that they are unlikable For for this trait that they have, and you, the audience like should be critiquing them for this trait that they have. Right. Um and like that the the story was not handled deftly enough to make it clear that Jay was in the wrong. And it's Spo- I mean spoilers for Sabrina,
1: but the transphobic character on Sabrina got his leg shattered
2: and it was gruesome and violent and awesome. Yeah. And, and he it, was also very clearly in the wrong. Yeah, and like, he was
1: unlikable because he was transphobic, and then they've since had him learn and grow and change some, but you got to see him get his leg shattered, and it was very satisfying. It's one uh, thing
0: that this show struggles with is that, you know, at the end of the day, the the what makes a show, and, and I'm using the biggest air quotes ever, what makes a show woke or not is what lessons the characters learn. And as much as I love the actors playing Jay, and as much as I love the dynamic that's going on, Jay doesn't learn anything other than, well, I've just got to do what these animals tell me. Like, I, yeah. I don't feel like she came away from that with like, oh, I have a better understanding of how to treat people. Maybe maybe like lightly, but like nothing is like, and that's, that's why like this show is starting to like come apart a little bit, because if it is like, fate or something like that that's creating these muses to like make her a better person is not doing a good job because as soon as like there's not like a a toy bear in her ear she goes back to doing whatever she does and so so you know
1: That's a very good point Ronnie that was yeah. very insightful. The
0: lesson the lessons that are being learned at the end are just are nothing other than well if if you're a bad person then eventually a bunch of gifts gifts gift shop shit We'll Just tell you to be good, and it's like that's not applicable for anybody. Hey, real, rest,
2: real, real, real talk, like, if you're I, only I want to, a- I want to pause it. Hmm. uh, unless you are running on the theory like I am that the gift shop items, quote unquote, are actually like a, a creation of Jay's own mind, and she is like in a kind of weird, contrived way, uh like tricking herself into becoming a better person.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, the only, the only however, thing however. Yeah, the oh, only thing ahead. that she is like doing to like, in, res- like changing her life at all in response to this is she's dating Aaron. Mm-hmm. Like a- everything else is like,
1: she's still, Eric. you know. Eric. Eric. Eric, Aaron's Eric, her yes. brother. Aaron's her brother. That That, that is confusing. That is they confusing. I shouldn't, hey, shouldn't have
2: named those characters John's fucking his aunt. What? Um, John remember, is don't, fucking. Don't his sh- aunt. P- p- don't give Ronnie Game of Thrones spoilers. Uh, he knows.
0: I knew that. Jim and okay.
2: I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be good. <laughs> I'm just
1: sprinkling in as many Game of Thrones spoilers in
2: this episode. As I can. Um. Anywho, it's a fun game we're playing. Uh, I was about to say, however, I am I'm still running on the assumption that uh Jay is hallucinating these things. However, go the of- show clearly doesn't want you, and this was a function of like the network, like you said, Ronnie. Mm-hmm. The show clearly wanted to send the message that it was some kind of external force animating the things, right? So, uh, perhaps it was authorial intent initially that it BJ's own conscience, but I will grant that um, I'm ignoring <laughs> lore. To, I'm ignoring in-universe lore to accept this theory that Jay's conscience is driving her to do the things. Going
1: off of Ronnie's point uh, that Jay is not learning or growing at all because she only obeys the the toy Muppets and doesn't actually like learn anything. She just does the bare minimum to get them to leave her alone. If you're only a good person because your religion tells you to be a good person... You're not a good person. If you're only a good person because Because toy Muppets are in your ear annoying you to do the right thing, or if you're only a good person because because uh, of the promise of eternal reward, or because of the fear of hell, Mm -hmm. then you're not a good person. You're just doing the bare minimum to not
2: get in trouble with your sky daddy. It's it's
0: interesting. Sky
2: daddy... (laughs) oh it, hello sky daddy <laughs> sorry go ahead
0: it, bringing that up is interesting because like more and more i feel like these one of the first questions she asks in the uh, in the in the early episodes of the monkey and the the lion the wax lion is are are you god are you angels are you the devil and it's like i'm kind of on the side of like maybe this is like the devil Maybe like we get into like a real weird conclusion of this because like I would be with you, Evan, as far as like um, this being like her own conscious and like her becoming like trying to make herself better. But a lot of the shit that these things are making her do, like the individual items are not good things. Like withhold this woman's uh, disability checks. I'm going to go ahead and say that like even I'm. Which is, like, the the point of the whole thing is, like, whatever's going to happen, just listen to the the stuffed bear, just listen to the wax lion, just listen to the Bible, and it's all going to work out in the end. Like, that's the message of it, and not like, hey, each of these individual things that you're doing throughout the day to try and make the world a better place matter, and maybe you shouldn't just, like, hang that on, well, the monkey told me to, so...
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe they should have gone through with that exorcism. I think that, honestly, (laughs) cut her up. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: mean, I will say that exorcism passes the Bechdel test. So, like, I got to kind of be in favor of
2: it.
1: Which episode are we on?
2: Uh, are we going in order? We're doing a potpourri of um, the, our likes and dislikes at this point.
0: The barrel bear one. Uh, oh, okay. Bl- the the first lady. The Weird
1: conclusion, but I was kind of on board for it. Of like, Ooh, this yeah. lady stole your credit, so now you're, she's dead, and you're gonna steal her identity. Right? Was, it's, was and it's wild.
0: It's it the it, it's all like what. It, it's it, at this point. It's like not even like what lesson do you want jay to pull? It's like what lesson are you trying? Like what is the <laughs> message that you're trying to convey?
2: Like, yeah, I I ask that about this show a lot. Like he, about the birds. Like what should I steal the birds to make them fuck? Is was that the right choice? What is right? Any given episode, like what's the moral here? I don't All, actually know. Always be
0: yourself. Unless someone else is trying to be you, then just kind of be nobody until
2: that person dies, and then be them instead. Is is what is what I gathered. Uh, I think that was also the lesson of Karma Chameleon, where that girl was trying to be Jay. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. It it's it is very like. I I don't know. And and maybe it's like just not trying to be like a morality play. Maybe it's just trying to be weird. But then like let's go someplace weird with these uh, with these muses because everyone's like the the view of Jay is always like, man, she's really been a good person lately. She's really doing a lot of good things for other people where it makes it seem like this is like a, a lesson in morality and not like just, you know.
2: Well, yeah, they're all trying to get her to help other people. It's always in strange, obscure, roundabout ways, but that's always kind of the goal: is that she's trying to get somebody to be better off than they were when the episode started. Right. So clearly, there clearly there's some kind of morality aspect to it. But I just don't think the a lot. Sh- a lot of writing... this is just
0: like the whole bird episode. Like I don't. Other than like she helped the birds, but like. The bird keeper later still out of the job. I yeah. guess those two got together, but he seems creepy. So I don't know Next that that's the for her. Yeah. Oh, very sensual elephant <laughs> running.
2: That was so strange. Um, yeah. I just, so
0: I just feel like if it leaned more into like the chaotic energy of this, I would I would appreciate it much more. And it would feel more weird as opposed to just like being like, no, we're trying to make it chaotic. Good. It's like, nah, just make it chaotic. Let's just let's just pull pull the pull the hinges off this door and go wild. It's 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 shitty in some places. It's not doing enough in other places,
2: but I I I care about it. I really do. If this were on TV and you know, I didn't have anything better to do, I would watch it. For sure. Like I would pick this over m- many other mm-hmm. uninteresting like 2004 shows. So. Sure.
0: What are you going to do? What are you going to put on a uh, little NYPD Blue or are you going to put on a show with Lee Pace on it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, uh,
2: I love Lee Pace so much. Makes He's sh- so He's very tall. Handsome. He's so tall. Uh, he had to like hunch down for that kissing scene. You could tell that he was like bending his knees How a little bit. How tall is he? He's
1: like what? Like
2: 6'3"? Tall He's enough. He's very tall. He's six very four? tall. Uh, I... I gotta look it up. I just know he's very tall. Well,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, the the conclusion of this episode is like I don't know what's going on with this show. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. I it's, mean, it is yeah. fun. It's got a lot of it's got a lot of fun. weird fun elements in it. I'm just not I'm not quite sure what to make of it. I guess
0: it's weirder than some of the other shows that we've wanted to be weird. I'll well, say yeah, that we're
2: much. we're constantly asking for shows to do something
1: different and take a chance and be unique. And I feel like whoever the fuck created this weird, weird show put a lot of themselves, put a lot of heart into it. And I can respect
2: that. For sure. I just wish, like, the transphobia wasn't there and shit like that. Yep. I gotta say, uh, I don't know. Ronnie, have you seen Pushing Daisies? I have not, no. Oh, oh, it's very good. I, feel I want like to that see it. Is, I very much it's want It's so to. up your alley even yeah. now, like the more that I think about it. That is the exact sort of weird that I want. That's, what, that's the sort of weird that I wanted this show to be. And I feel like this show was like the proto Pushing Daisies. Yeah. Like they, they hadn't quite figured out exactly what they wanted to do. They didn't quite have the budget to do the sort of slight surrealism that they wanted. But... I think they had some kind of a notion because pushing daisies also has slightly convoluted plots, but it's it's just handled better. It's, it's wonderfully bizarre. Yeah, it's just it's just sort of reveling in how delightful everything is. And there's also like a narrator and that kind of like takes you through all of the strange little loop-de-loops. Liana a, Mormont stabs a giant in the eye and gets gosh, crushed. Okay. <laughs>
0: Evan these this whole kit and caboodle all what have we watch now nine episodes of Wonderfalls uh
2: does it work uh yeah it's squeaking by just barely
0: okay okay Andy yeah Ronnie all nine episodes of uh Game of Thrones uh how how are they how is it working for you?
1: This season needs more Cersei, but uh, and like the Tyrells got done so dirty, and I, I miss Loras and Marjorie. But yeah, it's this season's still working. Uh, episode two was one of my favorite episodes of Game of Thrones in a long time. Uh, three uh, could have been a bit better. Great, great. Uh, but but for 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 Wonderfalls though, yeah, um, fuck it, sure it's working.
0: <laughs> Which I think is, well, I think does say something about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it, it, like
1: it, for, uh, there's eh, been plenty sure. of shows
0: that have just been like offensively bad, and this yeah, one this is, just, is not
1: offensively bad. This no. is weird and different in a very good way, but like may, maybe too much weird. I don't know. I haven't quite decided what isn't working about it, other than like I don't know what the fuck is going on sometimes.
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. The Muffin Buffalo well, episode yeah. specifically, I decided that one was like weird in a way that like, I was not it was weird bad. Like it was, it was, yeah.
1: Yeah, that uh, was definitely the most unlikable Jay has ever been.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. oh for sure, for sure.
1: Like she went from like quirky, like TJ Detweiler like I don't respect the the rules mm-hmm. to like I'm an asshole, right? And that was that was a rough turn. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, hey Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Uh, how's uh, How's GOT treating you?
0: Uh, I mean, I'm just getting those those good Twitter spoilers. Guy with grayscale is dead. Know that. Oh Jora. Jora. Yeah.
1: Yeah, good old good old Jora. The whole house of Mormon got wiped out. Yeah,
0: this, this, no, this, more, this, no more,
2: no more.
0: Woof. All nine episodes, it's working for me, for sure. I am I am like I said at the beginning, I am fully invested in these characters and their relationships. Um we didn't talk about it, but at the end of the very end of episode 9, um it, there is a good twist that I was not expecting when uh it seems like Eric is is having a romantic tryst with Jay and Jay all of a sudden appears at the bar and Eric's back with his wife. And I was kind of like,
2: Oh, his wife
0: who is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Kaylee from, uh, from Firefly.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's that girl from that. That's what I said. I was like, Hey, is that girl
1: from that thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I, I was thought like, it was the sister from seventh heaven. I did not recognize her. But yeah. anyway,
0: I thought it was Sarah chalk from scrubs. Um, so Yeah all over the gaff there but uh but yeah i was like whoa i need to see what happens next i am i'm i'm pretty hooked uh it's working
1: clearly it works that was a good twist i'm, yeah. I'm i am yeah. interested to see what happens next the way typically- that
0: they shoot this episode the the, this, the way that they shoot this show we haven't talked about that much but like the cinematography is like very deliberate through what they like show what they like fast forward over quickly um, it's very well edited i'm i'm a, i'm a big fan of that but uh, next time we will talk about we will conclude we will tie a nice little bow around uh, Wonderfalls episodes 10, 11, 12 and 13. And uh, yeah, we will uh, we will be back. Follow us on Twitter. That's uh Pending Pod. Uh, follow us on Instagram at endingpending. Follow us on Facebook at pendingpod. Send us an email Pendingpod at gmail.com. Be sure to check out lunarlightstudio.com. Be sure to check out patreon.com slash lunarlighthq. Lots of great stuff available for you to just, you know, check in
2: and uh, say, hey. Say, hey, we like what you're doing.
0: We'd appreciate that. We like affirmation.
2: You're getting real good at rattling through all of those, Ronnie.
0: I'm trying. I'm trying. I got to say it a lot.
1: You
2: did so. better with that than Ed did in the, the Long Night.
1: In The Long Night? Who's Ed? He's a... Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> He's Game of you Thrones know,
2: character. <laughs> don't...
0: Do we want to do our, our Pawn Shop Blue thing? Don't,
2: don't tell Pawn Shop Blue any Game of Thrones spoilers. Or do. I don't care.
0: No, yeah, you totally should. Like, I, I guess,
2: Spoil it for Pawn Shop Blue. Fuck well, that Spoil
0: Pawn Shop Blue.
2: Spoil yeah. Game of Thrones for Pawn Shop Blue. And right, apparently our recording. entire listenership.
1: <laughs> it's so past my bedtime. <laughs> Did to the Bee bee pity bee da
2: I just wanted to see how long that I, I had I was to do the whole theme song. They had
1: to build Winterfell and then go down to <laughs> King's Landing. Oh
0: What a wet and wild episode, y'all.
2: Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty,
1: and gay.